Oh God, we're starting <laughs> off with that. <laughs> Good God, no. that's not. Oh the God, sound. you started it. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh God, that is. The sound. <laughs> I hit record. So yeah. Hello. <laughs> Shut up. We're off to a great start. <laughs> You're dying. Hello. <laughs> Even I can't keep it straight. Shut thing. up. Okay. Hey, everybody. Okay. okay stop. Hello, stop. everybody. Welcome back to Virtual Tavern, a podcast where we talk about all things sci-fi. Um, in this episode, we are going to be going over the entirety of Matrix Resurrection. That would be Matrix 4. Yeah, so this movie fucking sucks. Dude, uh, it sucks fucking ass. We're not going to be doing our normal format where we go super in-depth and like make this a three or four episode series. Because we don't want to fucking extend the torture. No, I, I don't. I don't want to be a part of this. Wait, you guys actually hate the movie? I loved it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I thought it was really good. No, you didn't. Like, come on. Like, her tattoo was better than my tattoo, okay? You're talking about Bugs? Yeah, Bugs' tattoo oh, was Jesus. legit. Like, uh, I wish I was Bugs. Oh, fucking. All right, so for introductions, we have uh, myself, Hunter Chambliss, as, our, as well as our other co-host. Oh. Other co-host. Yeah, you're just the second one in choice. We're both co-hosts, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce uh, yourself. My name second is choice. my name is Adam Edgar. Uh, hello, everyone, and I'm joined by our third co-host. I wish I was gone. <laughs> what is? I don't wish I was here, but people keep nominating our, me. Yes, our our third member here would be the uh, highly requested Melanie. Um, I keep telling people, like, I will only come if there's food, but no one's sending me food. Yeah, no one's sending you Postmates or Uber Eats. Well, I guess we can't get that in no. our area. But, like, s there's no, like, I don't know, snack crate on my door. I'm just really sad. Yeah, people point. can send you snack crate. Yeah. Like, oh, why am I here? Like, I don't, I, well, I, I well, keep Well, then we wishing. would have to send them our address, though. We'll, no. like, dox ourselves again. Hold on. We Speaking... can send Hunter's address. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. Um, well, we live in the same area, so that'd be doxing ourselves still. <laughs> oh, they don't know that. Okay. Speaking of people sending us things, Adam, did we get any emails Negative. from last week? We did not get any emails. So if you would like to send us an email, that'd be very much appreciated. We like to hear from our fans. So if you'd like to send us an email, our email is contactvirtualtavern at gmail.com. Uh, if you'd like to suggest anything that for us to cover, if you'd like to say hi, ask a, ask us a question, um, literally anything that's on your mind, just go ahead and send us an email, and we will read it on the podcast. I have an announcement. Uh, an announcement. Yes. You're pregnant. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shut not up. again! Don't even joke about that. Okay. Okay. No, this for one's mine. For real, I have an announcement. Since these two assholes has dragged me into this room. Without even providing me the proper food or entertainment. We just ate. 
Yeah, and they forced me to watch this horrible movie the whole entire time I was making keychains. Oh, I thought you loved it. No, I fucking hate it. I'm just going to be honest. I decided to put them through torture. So uh, Adam cannot handle hot sauce. I can handle hot sauce better than he can. Yes. Yeah. This is true. So it is true. we are going to do a Russian roulette hot sauce challenge for these guys. They have to answer questions correctly. And if they answer the wrong question or the wrong answer for the question they have to take a dab of some hot sauce yes that is the plan for the next episode melanie came up with that idea and it's a great idea so to kind of put a excuse me to kind of put like a cap on our matrix coverage we're going to be doing like a little trivia game show where hunter and i both answer questions from the series and if we get it wrong we have to dip our little chicken wing in one of the hot sauces and there's like a little spin wheel um, so it's going to be very fun. That should be coming in the mail sometime next week. Yeah. So, so uh, Adam and I, we're going to be going head to head, more or less uh, tip to tip, if you would, oh God. Um, <laughs> with the, these trivia questions. And if I remember correctly, we're actually going to go with um, one of the sets from Hot One. No, actually, we couldn't oh. get the hot ones. No, it's like its own little thing. I it's forget a, what it's called. It's on Amazon. We couldn't get the hot ones because... That one's pricey. We want to save that for his dad. Okay. His dad wants to do the hot one challenge. I really don't think Adam's going to handle it. So we just did this. Uh, it's like a Russian lot off of Amazon. The reviews are really good. Yeah, there's a little spin wheel that you can do. Yeah. And it like varies the hot sauce. And so. because I don't trust Adam of doing his hot sauce at the right portion, we're hoping to get our other friend. Jeremy. Jeremy. Yes, we're hoping to get Jeremy back on the show. Has it been on the podcast since like episode three? He was yeah, actually been, on it. Yeah, he's been on it. He was on it for one episode yep. back in season one. You yep. guys scared him that much? You guys didn't even provide him <laughs> food or anything. We fed him. I'm pretty sure. I what gave did you him feed beer. Him? Okay, <laughs> it, it was my birthday. Like we gave him beer. Oh, but did you give him cake? Oh uh-huh. God. No. Technically, it's my birthday. It's your job to buy me cake. Okay. You didn't get him cake. He's your okay. best friend. Okay, let's get back on top. <laughs> so uh, one last thing. Um, so I was in the process of getting our YouTube set up for virtual. What did you break? <laughs> he dro- he dropped I dropped, his- did you I dropped the marker dropped for the whiteboard. Marker. Oh, my God. Focus. Fucking kids. Focus. Anyway, so if you would like to follow us and stay up to date with us, I don't like I don't want to make a bunch of like. 10 different social medias for virtual tavern because i'm a dad and i don't have time for that shit i barely have facebook so if you would like to follow us and stay up to date with us and see pictures of our progress i'm gonna before we do the little game i'm gonna take photos of the little hot sauce set and you can see what we're actually doing They'll, those will all be on our youtube page and you can also look at little uh tiny youtube shorts that i've been making for the podcast they add like a little tiny comedic element to what we've already covered so if you want to experience our podcast in a video format in these little tiny YouTube shorts, go subscribe to our, our YouTube channel. It's called Virtual Tavern, uh, Virtual Tavern at Virtual Tavern Podcast. And you can watch our YouTube shorts and I'll be posting updates and pictures. And I'll also be posting the photo of you as that Asian fighter from uh, what was that movie? I uh, don't fucking remember. I think it was, I- it was Keith, right? That sent in the email. Uh, it was uh, Kevin. Kevin. Oh, sorry, sorry, not Keith. Kevin. Uh, Kevin sent in the email saying that you looked like a certain person from uh, that uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Yes. And so I'll be posting that photo so everyone can finally fucking see it. <laughs> 
Um, and I will also be getting our TikTok channel started. Um, I'm going to take essentially the same clips from the YouTube short section and just put them on a different platform that, you know, that might reach people uh, a, l a little easier for, um, I guess, our younger listeners. Um, but uh, the Zoomers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Is that what they're called? Uh, yeah, the Gen Z Zoomers, whatever the fuck, the younger kids. God, that sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're going to be starting a TikTok soon, and you can follow us on YouTube. Watch our YouTube shorts and look for our updates for updates on the channel. Subscribe to our YouTube and send us an email at contactvirtualtavern at gmail.com. So wait, before we get started, um, what is the TikTok name? We haven't set it up yet. We, we haven't, haven't set up yet. I'm hoping that I can make it the same as our YouTube channel to where it's just going to be Virtual Tavern Podcast. Um, I will be giving you guys an update the next time we release an episode. Mm, um, mm, also, mm, mm. speaking of next episode, um, it's going to be a bit before we can record a new one. So uh, before we leave our little, I guess what you would call our studio booth, um, I'm going to make sure that we can get the drunk episode set up for you guys. Uh, Adam, unfortunately, was sick while I was gone on my trip. Yeah. Um, I went up to the Oregon, like Portland area to go see some old friends and stuff. So I was um, unable to help record our next section or our next uh, our next bit. So uh, we'll get that guy. We'll get that set up for you guys. So that way there is at least something for you guys to listen to. Um, before we're able to record again. Yeah, I was going to edit it and upload it, but I, I got sick and that just fucked everything. Thank you for getting me sick. And, I know. And I know. your six month old daughter. <laughs> I sick. know. I know. I'm a horrible you know? dad. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. How could you anyway, do that to them? Yeah. It has been nine minutes, almost 10 minutes. We've avoided the topic long enough. Let's talk about this shit show of a movie. All L right. Like, like we said, we're not going to spend a lot of time on it. We're not going to go super in depth. We're just going to cover like the main bullet points of this fucking terrible movie. I have yeah, some really. Good like for me, a lot of it's just going to be like the nostalgia points that they put into it. Because I will say, while I feel like this film is absolute dog shit, uh -huh. their references that they put in were mm, on point. Yeah, they they did do a decent job at the references. Um. Mel, did you have anything you wanted to add? Not at this point, because I don't know if you guys do spoilers. Oh, yeah. We talk about everything. Oh, okay. Well, I want to say my tattoo is better than Bugs, so I'm very <laughs> disappointed. I do got to say, I do love the way that their outfits look. It's kind of like retro-y, kind of classic. I want to say some of the looks, especially the golden, does give me a Victorian type of error so i do like the lay they look so you think they actually did a decent job on the wardrobe besides morpheus i am very disappointed morpheus is so dude, bad Morpheus, dude, morpheus oh. is like fucking uh it looks like dumb and dumber <laughs> well i, get I can't what remember his fucking from. name um he's like lando calrissian from oh god yeah uh, from solo. Boss solo yes okay so the movie god i don't how do i tackle this piece of shit so the movie opens up, and you can kind of see some similarities between this movie and the first movie. We have a SWAT team raiding a building, and you can see some agents and everything. And immediately, we see a woman in leather. She's, got, she's like hacking a computer. And immediately, we know it's Trinity. 
Yeah, like, like instantaneously. Like it has the same haircut. She has the same. She literally has the same suit on as the first movie. Yeah, and, and I gotta say body type too. Yeah, that that's, sounds creepy. Yeah, that's, oh, that she got that milf type. going on. She got that milf. <laughs> no, seriously, there's like a a big thing when this movie came out about like Trinity. And how, like, the only reason why people watch this movie is because Trinity is still, like, it's still as banging. hot as hot. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to say that because you're married. But Hunter can say that. I can say, say that. that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, she got that banging body. So, obviously, it's not Carrie Ann Moss. Um, they don't do very many facial shots. Uh, they don't stay on I the... Do. F- God damn it. <laughs> um, but it's a, it's a different actress playing a younger version of Trinity. Shut the... F- Fuck, you guys are high-fiving. We're trying to talk about the movie, goddammit. We are talking about the movie in a positive way. Oh, my God. But they they try to recreate the action scene from the first one where uh, Trinity gets ambushed in the fucking warehouse by all the SWAT officers. And, God, the action in this movie is just so weightless, and the gunfire feels so soft. Yeah. Yeah. Can we go back a couple seconds? Because um, I want to talk about something. Like, Watch when she jumps off the wall. And mm. she's heading towards the last SWAT officer that's surviving, right? Like, we see her do the classic wall run. Look how close she is to his barrel. She is three feet away, and he is still somehow missing. Yeah, the choreography oh. is very bad in this fucking movie. It's I, very bad. I don't understand why they did a facial shot, because obviously that would kind of, like, annoy the fans that it's not Trinity. Yeah, well, like I guess you, the only alternative is they do, like, a Princess Leia CGI swap or They could have just not shown her face at all and just did the hair and the back and maybe oh. a side profile. But, they like, they had about three to five seconds on her face. Yeah. So you could clearly see that wasn't her. Yeah, see, like, right there, what they did with her being on the phone and her face covered in shadow, perfect. Yeah. But the other one where, like, you could very clearly see it wasn't the original actress mm-hmm. and... uh her face was in full view like that felt like the wrong decision like this one too where she turns back to see the agents chasing her on the rooftop yeah yeah so i'm gonna do a lot of skipping ahead because this is a two and a half hour movie and we don't have enough time to dissect every scene i'm gonna skip ahead to the next section of the movie and we'll kind of summarize everything that happened so what essentially is going on is we don't know it yet but this is like a what what did they call it earlier, Hunter? Like the the game engine, the, the the modal. The modal. This is a modal. It's like the equivalent of all right. In in terms of video game development, imagine like a a game engine where you you load up I don't know Frostbite the Frostbite engine and you're developing a map you know for like Battlefield or something. Yeah. This is essentially the same thing. This whole first little section of the movie, um, which is reenacting the events of the first movie, is. It's very confusing. This whole movie is very confusing, but it's a modal. It's a in-game engine map that's created to reenact the events of the first movie. And inside this little recreated version of the Matrix, Neo is like crying out for help. He, he creates a version of Morpheus that's like a weird mix of Morpheus and Agent Smith. Yeah, like it's it's Morpheus if he was an agent. It's um, it's, it's, very, it's very weird. It's very strange to see. Yeah. Can we talk about how they don't have the original Agent Smith? That's really weird. The actor? Yeah. Hugo like, Weaving? Did he not want to be a part of it? I don't know. Because like he's the only. Like, I, I hate the Matrix. I'm assuming. I'm, sorry. I'm assuming he didn't want any part of it. I I assume too. I hate the Matrix. I'm sorry, but the only thing is. 
I do agree. It was the star power. It's that, well, he actually looked like, a, the way his facial expression is, the way his hair was, he actually looked like a computer program. Yeah. And I don't, I don't have any, like, faith in this new one. Yeah. He yeah, looks the... too, uh, I, his word. I mean, not, like, handsome, but he looks too realistic. He looks, t- yeah, too almost young boyish. Like, almost like he's been programmed or, like, designed. Yeah, like, yeah. you could, like, see, I mean, the other one, like, his acting ability where he was confused or terrified, it looked more computer program. And this mm. new Agent Smith, it looks way too realistic. Yeah. Like, he can't, <clears throat> I mean, it's not like he can't act computer program, because, like, how could you act computer program? Yeah. It's not believable. So the whole first half of the movie, not first half, that first little section, um, we have a character, a new character called T-Bug. Uh, she's an a, an Asian actress with blue hair, and she's got Alice in Wonderland tattoos on her arm and everything. Very Mine's better. Yeah, yours is way better. Yeah, she's trans bug. Um, god damn it. <laughs> uh, but that character frees Morpheus, the agent Morpheus, from that simulation, and now he's on the good side team. It happens so abruptly. Well, yes. We- uh, they kind of ex- explain that both humans and programs can now be uh pulled out of the matrix and we kind of see this later on in the film like how they interact with the real world but they don't really explain like how it's possible or anything like it's yeah. it's very brief you were gonna say something Mel? <clears throat> well i'm just gonna say for like i mean if anyone watches this movie and actually enjoys it watch like the visual because it seems like the first i don't know half of the movie or not even half like less than half it seems like kind of cloudy and depressive kind of colors. It's very blue. Yeah. And then um, you'll see occasionally red, but it's mainly blue. Wait, 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 wait. Go back. I'm going back. Further. Further. You want to see Enhance. the barista. Enhance. The barista? The barista. Yeah, The he's guy red. behind the counter. Not only that, uh, this is going to be a slight spoiler. I didn't spot this until just now. Go back to the barista. Adam. It's coming up. E the barista's red? Yeah. Like Well, go- not only the barista's red, we see his character mm-hmm. later on in the film. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of weird. Cause like the people that are right here? Yeah. yeah. Does he not look familiar? Was he one of the people that was in the real world? You know the guy that Smith morphed out of? Pause it. It's it's hard to pinpoint it down. No, e. Just pause it for a second. Yeah. Okay. The guy that Smith morphed out of is the barista. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. It's the same actor. I didn't catch it until just now because he has the same haircut. He has the same build and everything. That's the same dude. But the Smith that's in this universe at the end of this movie, he he morphs out of him. You which sure? It's like I'm pretty I'm sure. Positive. I'm pretty sure he looks familiar. The guy that he changed into i guess would be the best way to phrase it uh looks russian and that guy has a very russian appearance like i i guarantee you've put them side by side same dude yeah it's hard to pinpoint right now but uh well it seems like okay so we're gonna get later into the scene and then i'll talk about it but there's it seems like the characters that were red are the people who are trying to get him out of it and then the characters are all blurring blue or is it people are trying to stay like have him stay in it it's like a psychological game okay yeah we kind of skipped a little bit ahead let's let's recap a little bit so bug is 
has freed the Morpheus agent hybrid, right? Um, yeah. uh, Bug gave him the red blue pill, you know, hypothetical, right? And then he freed himself. So yeah. now Agent Smith slash Morpheus is now a good guy. Um, and now we just go straight to a scene with Neo in like a big corporate tower. And apparently he's a game developer. He works at a game company called, uh, I think it's Binary? Binary or well, Deus Moxa, Machina? Yeah, it's Deus Machina, and Binary is the game he's currently working on. What he was working on before was the trilogy of a game simply called The Matrix. Yeah. Um, they try to make it to where what happened in the, the original trilogy was nothing more than a game that he had written. Like That's how they tried to program Neo's mind to accept this new reality. Yeah. So, oh, there's, yeah, Melanie just, uh, there's a little toy of Morpheus down there on the fucking, on his desk with the katanas and everything. Yeah, just like you said, in this movie, the Matrix 1 through 3 is turned into a video game. It's weird, but we'll get more into that. So, Neo is like a computer developer. He's created the games. Uh, and then he goes to like this weird, this uh, nearby cafe. I like how the cafe's name is called Singularity. Oh, I didn't catch that when we were watching <laughs> it. Yeah, the cafe is called. That's uh, fucking cool. If I, if I rewind it just in time, the cafe is called. God damn it. One more. Get out of the way. <laughs> oh. It's fine. I can only go forward and back in 10 second increments. This is annoying. Oh, it's called Simulate. Oh, it's called Simulate. Oh my god. I love it. I hate that. I fucking love That's it. That's so fucking Jesus. cheesy. But oh. like seriously pay attention to the colors though. Yeah, can I get a chocolate simulate and get some extra whip on that? Jesus. It's with two pumps of French. But one of uh Neo's like fucking co-workers that looks like uh God, Jim Gaffigan? Not Jim Gaffigan, uh that fucking late night comedy host that's like really fat. Oh, uh, something Gordon. Jim, uh, James Gordon? I think so. Yeah, that, that's fucking James Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking British fucking piece of shit. Oh, not that being British makes you a piece of shit. We do have some British audiences. British audience members. Sorry about yeah. that. How do you fucking know Think that? about what you say. <laughs> well, if we have some British auditions, I would love some freaking tea over here. Oh, now so. you're being the fucking... Yeah, how dare you? One. you well, no fucking... one will send me food, okay? <laughs> like, I want uh, food. Jim, James Gordon is like... His... <laughs> Jim Gaffigan. God damn it. We're not even like one-tenth of the way through this fucking movie. <laughs> Shut up, okay? We need to focus, guys. So, at this cafe, they're talking and everything. Him and fucking James Gordon. Uh, Neo <laughs> and James Gordon. All of a sudden, Trinity walks up. And Trinity is in this simulation, too. In this fucking version of The Matrix. Apparently, she has a family and kids and everything. James Gordon calls her a f- mother left in MILF. He does. Yeah, he does. I mean, well, the thing is, like, she does look pretty good for her age. Yeah. Looks pretty tasty in my book. Oh, God. God. Let's just skip ahead a little bit. Wait, wait, bit. wait. No, pause this. Okay. Because you were talking about, you mentioned this when we're, you forced me to watch it, about the um the way he looks at the town or whatever the city mm-hmm. a certain color it's on the computer okay so i should mention this uh yeah when you we are first shown neo in his little office on his computer one of his monitors shows like a little virtual game world 
And instead of being the, you know, this, the typical matrix green color scale, it's the orange slash bright white angelic version of like the digital world that in the previous movies, that's how Neo perceived the world. Right, Hunter? Yeah. Uh, he saw everything as um, bright yellow slash orange tones. And it's kind of cool. They managed to bring that back again. This is kind of one of their nods to uh, those of us that watch the original films to kind of get that nostalgia feel to it. Um, it's very, very subtle, um, but it's still present, which I kind of think is cool. Yeah. So next next few scenes, Neo goes and talks to his boss. Apparently, his boss is talking about Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers, their parent company. Warner Brothers, their parent company, is forcing them to make another Matrix sequel. And during this conversation with Neo and his boss, there's lots of flashbacks, which are very fucking sudden. These these flashbacks, I don't know about you guys, but they just annoyed the hell out of me. They did. I get that. They, I think they're trying mm-hmm. to just bring the younger audience into the Matrix because the, I, I don't feel, feel like, like the younger crowd it, won't. I don't feel it. like it's so much the younger audience. It was to get those of us that watched the original films to find a way to connect with it. Because for us, you know, after um, the Matrix Revelations, I believe was the last one. Um, like that was the end of it for us. And then you know, twenty years later, they decided to come out with this. So I feel like. Those flashbacks are to get us tied into the story and feel like we have a bond with what's going on, even yeah. though it has absolutely no correlation whatsoever. Yeah, I think it was very much nostalgia bait, you know, for us older, you know, viewers that have watched it as kids. Not so much for newer viewers. It was more like, hey, member Star. It was like the member berries from South Park. Member Star Wars? Member Ewoks? Ooh, I remember Ewoks. Ooh, well, I yeah. was going to say, isn't it kind of like what they did with Mark Hamill's? Uh, um, iteration of Luke Skywalker in um, The Last Jedi, and I guess, uh, uh, fuck, what the hell was number seven called? Uh, Star Wars. Rise of Skywalker. No, Rise of last Skywalker Jedi? was the last one. That was number. That was number eight. Oh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, in Force Awakens and uh, The Last Jedi, that was kind of like what they did with Luke Skywalker. Like he was nothing more than to bring in fans because they put him in. All of the trailers, which and for then me, he was in the last five seconds. Yes, exactly. Like for me, as a fucking OG Star Wars fan, as soon as I saw Mark Hamill, I needed a new pair of pants. <laughs> and it's kind of the same thing, like what they did here with showing <laughs> all of these old flashbacks and stuff. Um, they're just trying to bring in that old crowd to bump up their their revenue. Yeah, it's n- definitely nostalgia bait. So Neo has a talk with his boss. We don't know this yet, but spoilers, obviously, it's Agent Smith. Doesn't make any fucking sense. His boss is Agent Smith. He's not Agent Smith. We don't know that yet. Agent Smith is his partner. This guy? Yeah. That's Agent Smith. Yeah, that's his business partner. Not his boss. Oh, I thought Sorry, that was. I thought, his... you're, I thought you were saying that his his therapist that we saw was his. Oh uh, no no no! That's his boss though, right? I'm pretty they're, sure yeah, that's, they're partners. They're oh, okay, partners. they're partners. Okay. Yeah, my bad. Okay, so his business partner is talking about how Warner Brothers very on the nose, obviously yes. very meta. Again, bringing in a lot of um, references and things from like the real world to make it seem more realistic for this this version of the Matrix. This whole movie, instead of trying to be like interesting and thought provoking, you know, very philosophical, you know, as the first Matrix. 
first three matrix movies were with like free will determinism you know what makes you human all those kind of questions this movie just tries to be on the nose and say remember the first three matrix films oh you remember oh i remember yeah so they turn (laughs) (laughs) they're like they try to be overly meta and self-aware like oh yeah we know that the first three matrix films are really good why don't we make a movie about making a movie sequel that's essentially it's like inception yeah so that's their version of being you know fucking original which it it just comes off as fucking degrading and disrespectful of the original movies oh absolutely like the way that they go about these is very different from um the original three in my opinion like they, they just tried to um get everyone sucked in with the concept of the matrix as opposed to like what it really, I don't know, represents, I guess. Like later on in the movie, when we see the Morpheus slash agent Smith hybrid, he makes quotes from Morpheus, but he does it in such a disrespectful manner. Like, Oh, remember when I said that at last, (laughs) that was a good one. You know, shut the fuck up. (laughs) You remember when I did this? Oh, look at this. I almost got you there. (laughs) Oh, right. Uh, Mel, you don't have to use the whiteboard. Just say it. I know. Well, I don't want to interrupt <laughs> you guys. I just feel like if you guys just interrupt talk, us. Just okay. Ho- Matter, hold on till we fucking well, take fuck a break you. from talking. Fuck. Shut up. Okay. Both of you, just let me goddamn talk. Okay. So th- with the therapist, I noticed during the movie when they forcibly made me watch without providing me any, you know, drinks. We fed or you. Food. Get on with it. Okay. My poor life. Um, <laughs> these. This motherfucker is wearing, like, blue glasses. The therapist. Yeah, the therapist or whatever. Okay, he's wearing, like, blue glasses. He's obviously wearing this bright blue sweater. I feel like it's a... Well, it's not like a movie. bright blue. It's like a navy blue. Yeah, okay, do you know what? Shut up. I feel like it's a psychological thing that they're doing because the whole movie, everyone's wearing blue. And they're just, like, kind of forcefully having him take the blue pill, take the blue pill. You yes. Know? No, you, 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 you mentioned that when we were watching the movie, and Hunter and I agreed, like, that's a very good fucking eye catch. I made a good point. You did. That was, that's a very good point. So this whole Matrix is a prison just for Neo and Trinity, right? So it makes sense, like you said, Melanie, re- really good catch, that everything around Neo would symbolize blue. Yeah. His medication is the blue pill. Yeah, it's literally the blue pill. Like We see this very shortly after the scene that she was just talking about, where... He dumps out one of the pills into his hand and he takes it, right? Um, And it's clearly the blue pill as opposed to the red one that would allow him to get out of the Matrix. Yeah. And Um, also, the office space where he works at, the interior is blue. Yeah. Most, I mean, even the cafeteria was blue. Yeah. So it's like a lot of the things around him were blue. Besides, um, we'll get to it later, and I'll explain. There's a specific character that's wearing a little bit of red, and a, the atmosphere around her is red. Yeah. But I'll explain that when we get to it. So they're doing like this whole board meeting where at the company they're talking about, all right, now we got to reboot the Matrix, and it's just this stupid montage with the fucking song in the background. They're talking about what is Matrix? It's bullet time. Woo! It's social justice. It's oppressing the man. You know, they're all talking about what the Matrix means and. It's just fucking insulting, you know? Yeah, no, it's... it's. They're trying to be overly meta, and it just comes off as pan- not pandering, but, like, what's, what's the word? Uh... Well, for me, like, 
with them being like, yeah, it's us taking it to the men and all that. Like, it feels very, uh, this might offend a couple people, but it feels very anarchist slash very liberal, in my opinion. Yeah, like, like this whole meeting room is just a bunch of left-wing liberals talking, you know, like, the Matrix was about social justice. The Matrix was about liberation, man, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and, like, kind of going back to, wait a second, go back, like, ten seconds. Um, you, you can see again a bunch of different colors, but in the window you can actually see the green of the matrix code going down. Which I get that they have mm -hmm. those lights set up in the background, mm -hmm. but it also kind of hints towards Neo that he's stuck in the matrix, which I kind of feel like is another uh, uh, interesting like torture element for them to present in his world. Like he's yeah, not going to catch it. A little Easter egg of symbolism. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and skip ahead a little bit. So Neo is having a little coffee, a uh, simulate date simulate. with <laughs> simulate date with Trinity. They're talking and everything. Talking, coffee. They, they have a little conversation about how Neo's game mirrors his real life, you know, kind of peeling back the layers and hinting that, okay, the game wasn't just a game. It was their life story, right? Yeah. And, and like the game is kind of like, ogres to where it's not just you know right on the surface it's it has layers it's ogres it has, have layers onions have layers <laughs> um then we skip ahead a little bit more apparently there's a fucking someone pulled the fire alarm i believe at his his work right uh someone they swatted the place. Oh, they swatted. Like, they swat. Yeah, it's the 21st century. They swatted it. So yeah, exactly. So they have like SWAT team going there to uh, check the place out. Everyone's getting evacuated, and then he gets a text saying, um, "You know, hello, Neo." And he asks, "Who is this?" Uh, if you want answers, go to the the doorway at the end of this hall, um, and ends up getting a message of, "You know who?" Yeah. So he goes to the bathroom, the men's bathroom. And he thinks it's someone called Jude, but out walks Morpheus in his dumb and dumber fucking suit, you know, like the wedding suit, the bright orange one and the blue one and everything. That's yeah. all I could think about right here. I wouldn't hate it, but I hate the jacket. The jacket. Oh, yeah. It just throws it off. So Morpheus slash. That's Smith. what throws it off. Not the fugly ass color, but the fucking bright. It doesn't feel Morpheus. Mm -hmm. Morpheus always wear like black colors, right? I know. Yes. God, it just. Throws it off. He doesn't feel like Morpheus at all. This character was just way too unnecessary. We already have, like, an Agent Smith. Like, how? Well, they didn't make that connection at all. If he's supposed to be an Agent Smith, Morpheus mix, why doesn't he have any relationship to Smith in this? Because it's the Matrix. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. So Yeah, all they had as far as him being related to Agent Smith was that he was an agent that got pulled out. Yeah, he's that's like, it. He's so, like, take this pill. <laughs> Morf take this you pill. listen here, white boy. You take Mor this pill. Morf <laughs> Morpheus says, you need to take the red pill and everything to get out. Uh, and Neo's like, no, 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 no. He's like, Bite waving down, his hand. son. It helps. Suffer to your pressure. I said no. <laughs> I'm saying no. In this movie, Neo is just like a, he's, he's like someone that's having a really bad acid trip. He's just constantly dazed and confused walking around bumbling everywhere well they force him to take so many blue pills that this is messing with him <laughs> well that the weird thing about this one compared to the originals is that 
as opposed to um having to make a phone call right to a landline uh the way that you enter and leave the matrix is through mirrors yeah yeah that's a little weird i get that that's like an alice in a wonderland reference because that's my favorite thing why does this just annoying yeah so morpheus is telling neo to go through the mirror like it he touches it and it does like that weird wave thing that it does in the first one yeah um that's his exit ticket out he's like do it he's trying to get him out of the matrix but neo he's still like indoctrinated and everything he's like yeah. no no get me out of here i don't know you and what does he like kind of touch it he just full-on goes elbow deep into it like it's this fucking grandma <laughs> but this next scene is so fucking stupid look at this this swat officer comes in the bathroom and he starts shooting at the window or the mirror and then he like rotates his gun full auto he misses every single shot, but he shot the mirror first. Yeah. That was you know, so dumb. Well, I think that was actually think, a practical thing, though. I think what he was trying to do was pie the room, uh-huh. but start pre-firing as he pied the room. Oh, it was a video game. He was trying to pre-fire, like, yeah. Battlefield 4. Like, he was just trying to get it to where fucking bullets were flying before he even turned the corner, so that way, if uh, he could, he could take him out if they were, like, right there. Yeah. Which, again, don't get me wrong, like, I agree it was fucking stupid. It was a bad, bad decision on their part. Doesn't make sense in, uh... A real life applicable situation, but I don't know. So yeah, Neo leaves the bathroom. There's SWAT teams everywhere. For some reason, there's a big ass explosion just randomly. Um, and then Agent Smith, who is Neo's partner, comes out, and for some reason, he remembers who he is just randomly. He sees a gun and he sees the Desert Eagle on the ground and he yells, "Mr. Anderson!" It does a little flashback of you know the old movies and everything. These stupid flashbacks are so annoying. Um, they don't really serve any purpose other to nostalgia bait. Um, like if I can get it right here, I can't really time it perfectly. Right here, you can kind of see at the bottom here. Uh. Um, and then Smith shoots Neo, but then Neo wakes up at his therapist's office. He says, you're having a psychotic episodes. Calm down, take a breath, feel your fingertips. Everything good? All right. Uh, well, you forgot the fucking cat, okay? Oh, yeah, the, the therapist cat is literally named Deja Vu. Yeah. Yeah, it's a black cat, just like from the fucking original movie, where, you know, he sees the black cat go across the hallway, and then it happens again. Wait, so... so kind they, of, again, nostalgia bait in that, in that sense. So Deja Vu is, like, in the Matrix world, like... It's can, a feeling that something's happened before. Yeah, so well, did that that because he saw the cat when they were all getting shot up at the office. So are they saying that happened again? So uh, technically, in the Matrix world, at least in the classic, in the, in the trilogy, if you saw Deja Vu, it means that the agents and the system changed something in the Matrix itself. Yeah, it caused a glitch. Okay. Yes. So if you see a cat walk past. And then it glitches out, and that same cat walks back. You know, like teleporting when you're lagging. <laughs> yeah, your yeah. ping is falling. Yeah, your your ping, like you walk through a door, and then the lag like pulls you back. Oh and my rubber god, bands. I hate that! Don't <laughs> even mention that. That pisses me off. So, <clears throat> excuse me, Neo. Skip forward a little bit. He's like having episodes and everything. He's drinking to like make the pain go away. He's about to step off a building because he wants to fly like he used to. And I know, I kind of see his perspective, you know? Like, you just drink till you don't feel... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but he is about to jump off the building, and, of course, Bug is there. Um, like, Bugs Bunny. Ha, ha, ha. 
uh, pulls him off the roof and she says how she was the one that he was the one that freed her because in an earlier version of the matrix, he jumped off a building just like he was about to now, but he never fell. And I'm guessing that her seeing that was enough for her to start questioning reality. And that's how she got out of the matrix. I mean, he was floating in the air. Wouldn't you question reality? Yeah. Like if you have, you know, if you, if you have like, it's like Minecraft when you have creator mode on. Yeah. You're just flying everywhere. Um, so we go back to, uh, Neo and bug sitting on the roof and she tells him, you know, don't answer the phone. That's going to be, that's going to be Jude. He's nothing more than a, it's going to be um, James Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jude or, uh, James Gordon. Um, he's going to be, he's going to be calling you. He's nothing more than a controlling program and he's going to be accompanied by some agents. So, uh, Neo still answers the phone regardless and asks him if he's alone. And he like, he pans the camera over to a couple guys sitting next to him, which are clearly agents. Like, that's a pretty hot question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's so fucking weird. I hate him. Dude. I know. It, it. He makes me uncomfortable. So, what is it? Uh, Bug? Bug yeah. tries to convince Neo to come into the real world. And, uh, God damn it. And she says, you know the sign when you see it, and then shows him... Her little Alice in Wonderland tattoo, right? And that's the that's the sign that he can trust her and everything. And she he goes with her through the door on top of the rooftop, and it teleports them on the bullet train. He asks her, "Where are we? We're in Tokyo. It's the best way to uh, avoid the detection and everything is to teleport from one location to another." And during this whole sequence, we can see the operator. Um, he's an African American man. We we don't know his name yet. But he's narrating everything that they're doing. Like, all right, I got a, I got a hard line signal. I'm, I'm following you guys. Um, doors on your right. They go through another door, and it leads into this weird theater. So they're teleporting all over the fucking place. And if it couldn't be any more on the nose, guys, now we're playing. Now we're playing a fucking film reel of the past movies in this movie. What the fuck? Wait. So hold on. Pause it for a second. Did we just skip the part where he sees himself, right? For the yeah, first that's time? That's coming up. That's coming up. Okay, never mind. Yeah, that's coming up. So, yeah, we go into a theater, and now Bug in there, Morpheus is there, the Agent Smith's last uh, Morpheus mixture. What? <laughs> what are you guys saying? Nothing about the film. Just keep going. Oh, okay. Uh, so, on the film... You guys are distracting me. <laughs> just break this talk. Just talk, I, asshole. I can't keep it going for so just long. Just talk. Okay. Uh, on the screen, we're showing flashbacks of the film. You know, when Neo was getting questions, he taking the blue pill or the red pill. And it's kind of like that same situation again. He's being giving a, a question. Do you want to stay in this world or do you want to be free and liberated again once more? And it's very on the nose with like the callbacks and everything to the old films. I don't really feel like it's just more nostalgia baiting, honestly. What are you guys writing? I can't keep talking forever, guys. Um, so, yeah, we get to see uh, we get to see him like kind of watch his old self, you know, like we get to see clips from this. 
there's like projector, you know, going onto the the screen of the theater, and it's showing scenes from um, like Adam said, the first Matrix movie, and Bug takes him over to this uh this fucking mirror, and she goes, oh, you know, they've uh been able to do this thing where they change your your DSI, which they didn't really explain what DSI stands for, but my guess is it has something to do with your display in the Matrix, because the way that everyone else sees uh, Neo in the Matrix is he's he's this old man. Yeah, apparently that's how they were able to hide him in this new version of the Matrix for so long, is that they changed how he appeared as like an NPC in this new Matrix. He's Neo still perceives himself as Neo, right? But yeah. everyone else sees this weird old jujitsu looking man. I don't think he looks jujitsu. I think he looks homeless. He does look. He does look like a homeless man. <laughs> jujitsu people look cool. But that's how everyone else sees him. Yeah, there. He's seen as this old man, like balding on top, has hair around the side, has that stereotypical like long hair old man look. And uh, excuse me. Um, we start seeing him like kind of realize that this isn't the real excuse me real world yeah wait i have a question though so he sees himself as as neo as neo when he looks in the mirror he sees keanu reeves so if they wanted to fuck with him why they just make him look like see himself as an old man (laughs) that's what i would be doing (laughs) like i I think that would cause your brain to like short circuit if you saw yourself as someone else yeah like (sighs) your your brain's going to be fine with registering you as you because your brain knows what you look like, right? So, but then Trinity sees herself. She sees herself as Trinity. I, they don't really explain it, which again, which is why I, I want a re I, I want that actually be a good way to put it. A re animatrix. I want an animatrix too. That kind of goes more into detail with this movie. Um, because like Neo sees trinity as trinity trinity sees neo as neo but no one else sees them as anybody else yeah uh which is why like when here in a little bit uh trinity is going to bring up like her husband laughing at her looking like um trinity in the games because to him she doesn't look like him but doesn't look like her at all yeah so the theater gets raided and everything um, the agents and everyone have found them. There's a big shootout and everything. They go back through the portal, back to the uh, bullet train that's heading to Tokyo. And immediately it's World War Z. Like everyone's <laughs> getting p- possessed. So there's this new power, I guess, where the computers can just cause all the NPCs in the area to become World War Z zombies and just swarm you. Wait, they're well, NPCs or are they people? They're people. No, they're NPCs. They... They have them planted as bots, is how they have it phrased. Oh. Yeah, so the bots will act as normal people until they're activated. Once they're activated, that's when they start attacking, like, agents and shit. Oh, I always thought they were real people, and they, they, like in the previous movie, anyone can become an agent. Yeah, I think, like, the bots are just kind of planted there in different situations, and agents can take over actual people. Okay. So they go through the whole bullet train and everything. Uh, Neo has to like dive through this little tiny mirror through the fucking bathroom. He does. And that's what lets him go back into the real world. So 
just like the first movie when Neo is getting unplugged and everything, Neo is back in the real world. He has to pull the tubes out of him and everything. He gets kidnapped by, uh, um, not kidnapped. I should say, I should say saved by a Sentinel robot that carries him and leads him out of the machine city. Um, we don't know this yet, but these are actually the good guy robots. Yeah. And it's kind of <laughs> cool because like the pod that is across from him, uh, he looks down he, he says Trinity and like it, uh, pans over her face and it's very clearly her. And she starts to actually like reach out of her pod. Yeah. Like, she senses that he's nearby and the further he gets away, like slowly her hand starts to go back into the pod. Like her body just recognizes. Oh, I, you know, I, I can't leave yet. Yeah. Their, their connection is so powerful that they can feel each other's presence, even though she's in the matrix. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, their connection's pretty strong. Oh, shut up. God damn it. Uh, so I connect with her. <laughs> the robot that saves Neo brings him aboard um, one of the human ships, the first human ship that we've seen in a long time, uh, look, looking better than ever. You know, it's not the Nebuchadnezzar. It's a new ship. Um, I forget the name of this new ship. Uh, I do, too. It's honestly really long, and I don't, I didn't want to. I didn't want to memorize it when uh, it popped up on the screen. Yeah. So Neo, his brain is like rejecting reality for some reason. Um, so his health is like deteriorating, right? His body is failing and everything. He's been in the matrix for too long um, is what they're saying. And his body is like going into withdrawal. Yeah. Um, so they're having trouble bringing him to life. So they plug him back into the matrix as kind of like putting him on life support. And they bring him into the construct. It's the big white room where it's kind of like the in-between state between the, the matrix and reality. It's like a loading area. It's the construct. It's, it's, yeah, it's called the construct. And Morpheus is there. And Morpheus tries to save his life. Um, Morpheus tries to save his life by like pushing Neo to his limit and trying to make him fight for Trinity, right? Yeah, like he's trying to find some way to uh really get through to Neo to make him root himself uh in reality to where he doesn't just like basically die. Like he doesn't just let himself slip off slip into the uh into the abyss. Yeah, so Morpheus loads up the training program very much like the first one. It's like this jujitsu, you know, fighting temple. Um yeah, and Neil's just getting his fucking ass kicked. Dude. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. He's getting his fucking shit pushed in. And Morpheus keeps pushing him, keeps pushing him. And eventually, Neo just uses force push. You know, he just uses the force push and fucking annihilates the whole building. And that's what causes him to come back into the real world. Everything goes white and he wakes up. Uh, and God, this movie does not do a good job of explaining the series of events that happened between matrix three and matrix four. No, th there's, there's nothing. And that's why I really want another, um, animatrix to at least give us some kind of context between three and four, because there is such a drastic difference. We don't know. We don't know why the machines decided to, uh, plug Trinity and, um, Neo back in, at least not yet. And even then, like, we don't know why there's still a war going on. Yeah. There was supposed to be a peace, yet from what we can tell, nothing has changed. So and I'll, even Neo himself brings that up later on. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll actually bring that up right now. So 
like you said, it feels like nothing's changed. Um, so Neo wakes up in the real world. He meets, he does a little meet and greet with the crew, right? And everyone says, all right, T-Bug, he meets the crew, meets, it's like the first one he's meeting Dozer and Tank and everyone again. They go to the bridge of the ship and they tell Neo that we're going to Io, which is a new human city. Yeah, it's Zion without the Z and N. Jesus. Is it really? <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we're going to a new city. It's called Io. Um, it looks exactly like Zion, except the sky is blue. Ayo, Io, Io, Io. What's that, Mel? I was like, dude. What? I was just like, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so they go to Io, it's a new city, and Niobe's there. She looks old as fuck, because apparently, in the real world, time has aged 60 years instead of the 20 that Neo has felt in the Matrix. Yeah, which is kind of incredible with how he has aged versus, like, Niobe and other characters that have been out of the Matrix. Like, he looks like it's only been 20 years. Niobe? Ah, she... Looks worse for wear. <laughs> yeah. She dabbled into uh, some um, psychedelics. <laughs> <laughs> so, God, yeah, she looks like a fucking, uh, like a, a Uganda mom, you know? She's, she's like a, fuck, a, a She Caribbean. was there at Wakanda. Yeah. <laughs> so, are they saying, like, when they put him into the, the wonderful fluid of red whatever shit that they put him into, it's like an anti-aging serum? Oh my god! No, no, like for real. Maybe because he didn't age. Trinity didn't age. And poor, what's maybe, her name? Maybe they were. It was Aquaphor in that tank, and it just it was like a de aging. You know, like like Ulta. It was Ulta Beauty fucking infused in that tank. <laughs> oh, it'd be better <laughs> than anti-aging Ulta cream. Aquaphor. It'd be like you know. So, like you were saying, Hunter, it feels like nothing's changed. The mich- the war is going on. So, what happened? From what I understand, is there was peace between humans and machine. But because humans were freed from the first version of the Matrix, the machine started running out of power. And there was a machine civil war. Yeah. And so what happened was there's like good machines and bad machines. The good machines joined up with the humans and created IO. I'm a good boy. They're good. <laughs> um, I'm a good boy. And, I'm a good boy. And the evil machines... God damn you guys. <laughs> and the evil machines. The bad boy. <laughs> created a new version of the Matrix. I'm going to go Where they can boy. continue. God yeah, damn it, Melanie. The, the evil machines uh, made it where they could continue to pull power from the humans that were plugged in. Because if we remember from the last movie uh, with the, uh, uh, the architect. Uh, what the hell were we calling him? Neil Patrick Harris. No. Um, Colonel Sandler. Colonel Sanders. Oh, yeah, from the oh, old movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Colonel Sanders said that anyone that wanted to be freed would be freed. Otherwise, they'd stay plugged in. So I will bet a lot of those people were still plugged in from that version of the Matrix. Yeah. Um, so that Civil War happened, and clearly the evil machines, you know, they won their Civil War, and they took out Zion, which made it where IO had to, uh, they had to be a thing. Like they had to, um, move human civilization to a different area. Yeah. It's not stated explicitly, but we can infer that Zion was destroyed a second time. Yeah. And that's why they had to create IO. Um, but 
Yeah, this is the longest movie. Let's just keep going. We'll go through the bullet points. So Niobe, who's old as fuck now, is the general of the commander of Io, locks up Neo because she knows that he's going to be prob- a problem. <laughs> but that's locks. the thing that pisses me off, though. Like, she went through all this shit with Neo. They're, like, friends. And it's, like, just kidding. Like, fuck you. I don't want to help you. Yeah. Like, for real, like, if she went through all that shit with him, she would want to save Kennedy. I know. She was the one that gave him the yeah. ship in the last series. It's like she yeah. totally changed who she is as a character. Huh, kind of like fucking Star Wars, am I right? <laughs> Which part of Star Wars? All of it. The newest shit. Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Where he changed characters entirely. Oh, yeah, yeah. He became He's a like, grumpy old man. Drink the blue milk. God damn it. The blue milk. So, uh... They go back into the Matrix. Yeah, they go they go back to the Matrix, and we see um, Neo confront his old business partner, who has finally revealed himself now that Neo is pulled out of the Matrix as the reincarnation of the actual Agent Smith. This is the guy that took yeah. over the old version. This yeah. is legit Agent Smith. Like, it's not hybrid. It's not half and half. This, this is, the- is Smith. Now, all the real oh. Agent Smiths, please stand up. <laughs> Please stand up. Please stand up. For real, though, this actor pisses me off. Okay, it's not his fault that he got pulled to be this, but he's, he doesn't even act like Agent Smith. I no. Want the, I want the old school. He doesn't do a good no, Hugo Weaving impersonation. No. I mean, this fucking, this guy right here that's so, fucking crazy looks like he could be Agent Smith. <laughs> God, yeah, he could be a better Agent Smith. Honestly, so, he kind of looks like David's dad. <laughs> oh, my God. But they have this warehouse fight, and they meet what are called exiles. They're old computer programs that have somehow survived the purge of the first version of the Matrix. And where have we seen that, folks? Oh, that's right. The Merovingian's place. The Mer- that's right. Yep. Merovingian and his fucking minions have come back once again because do we have original ideas? Fuck no. This is the Matrix. This is new Hollywood. He doesn't do anything. He's just a, he's just a disgusting no. old man. That Motherfucker it, just sits there and talks, and he talks shit, and he looks like a fucking homeless guy. He does. I've seen him on the fucking corner of, I don't know, Fifth and Cooch. <laughs> you were just up in Portland, you probably... S- yeah, exactly. <laughs> you were just up in Portland, you probably saw ten guys that look like the Merovingian. <laughs> exactly, bro. Uh, so, uh, stupid warehouse fight. Fucking Morpheus is getting his shit pushed in by Agent Smith. You'd think he put up a better fight since he's a fucking agent. But no, he gets tossed around like a fucking ragdoll. He gets thrown off the fucking ledge. Yeah, clearly he did not have the upgrades that the rest of the fucking Smiths had. I gotta say, this is one thing that pisses me off. The first time we watched this movie, and I actually had belief that it would be good, is the scene I would think that this would be where um, Neo kind of becomes like this badass again. But his fighting is like very... Yeah, Mid. and I don't want to hear the excuse that Keanu Reeves is too old to be doing fight scenes. It's the Matrix. It doesn't fucking matter. Have you seen John Wick? That's what I was about to yeah. say. The choreography in this movie is fucking bad. Oh, and I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to hear that Keanu Reeves is too old because at this time he's also doing the fucking John Wick movies. And he, and he is good. he's good in those fucking movies. Yeah. And this one, his fighting is so fucking flat. It feels like they're just slapping each other. No, well, dude. On top of that, like, in the John Wick films, when he uh, ejects a fucking mag from a handgun and, like, kind of whips it to throw the magazine, um, people were talking to the directors, like, who came up with that idea? He was like, 
that was that was actually Keanu. Like he fucking does that in his everyday yeah. life. Like you know when he's shooting shit. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is a fucking badass. <laughs> he's a fucking badass. So like for them to make it to where it seems like he's just this old man in this, like it, oh, he it just doesn't uses connect. Force, he just uses force push a lot. No, that's all he does. Yeah, that's this whole fucking movie. And that's like a new thing, isn't it? The force push because it's like well, not no, exactly. But he overuses it in this one. That's like his yeah. only thing that he does. Really? Yeah, he can stop bullets and he can fucking force push. That's it. He doesn't what even stop movie? bullets in this one. Well, he does. What he other does? movie did they use Twice. force push with? Force push. Um. He uses force push in the last movie when they're going towards the machine city. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Defending him in Trinity. He also uses it at the very end of the second movie. Um, oh, oh, I guess it would be, yeah, just the second movie when he, uh, all the machines are coming at them and he's force pushing them back. Yeah. So after that fight in the warehouse, Neo goes back to try to save Trinity and I forget this guy's his name, the therapist. He has a specific title. What's his title again? I don't know. It's not the architect. The it's analyst. The analyst. Okay. Oh, yeah. So right. he, Neil Patrick Harris, he is the ruler of this version of the Matrix. And he also plays uh, Neo's therapist. Yeah. So the, the analyst essentially took over the role as the... Uh, architect. Yes, the architect. Thank you. Um. And the reason why he was his therapist is so he can keep a very close eye on Neo. Because yeah, like he knew that Neo and Trinity were the, the key factors of this variant of the Matrix working. Yeah. So the analyst has sprung a trap for Neo. He knew that he was going to come for... Uh, God damn it. He knew that gonna Neo come. was going to come for uh, Trinity. So he sprung a trap for him. And... Apparently, the analyst can do bullet time now. He has a sand devastand, is what I'm trying to say. He can slow time from fucking. You. <laughs> I gotta say, this is stupid though. Like, why don't they make their own reality of Trinity and Neo? Why do they have them? Like, why do they separate them? Yeah, like, why don't they separate them? That's what I would fucking do. Well, they were explaining here. The analyst explains that for some reason, the love connection between neo and trinity is like a battery they can't have them t too close because it causes everything to short circuit and like big explosion and that's the big reason why they brought them back is they found out that neo and trinity will become their new energy source yeah like the other humans that are plugged in like they're a benefactor of um the energy supply that they get but the main source they get is from the love connection between neo and trinity <laughs> like, are you laughing because he was getting I, deep i am by watching because he was just <laughs> deep throating that fucking machines tool just like oh give it to me daddy oh. <laughs> oh God. um but yeah so apparently if you have them both in the same matrix close but not too close uh, they generate electricity. It's like their their love connection, but you have to keep them as, at a certain distance. That's why mm. in this Matrix, uh, Neo plays like a game developer, and Trinity plays a married woman with a family and kids, and that is what keeps Neo at bay, right? She's so miserable, though. She doesn't even want to be with Chad. Yeah, Chad. <laughs> That's her husband's name is fucking Chad. Of course, Dude. it's a Chad. But, oh, excuse me. Uh, 
the analyst does bullet time and everything and is just fucking with Neo, shoots a fucking gun straight at Trinity, but it's all in slow mo. And he's like egging Neo on, saying, Oh, what are you going to do? It's fate. You can't do anything. The bullet's just traveling slower and slower. <laughs> what are you writing? Nothing. Don't worry about Why it. Are you hiding? Why are you guys hiding things from me? Because, okay, just focus on what you're you talking You focus. Sorry. Uh, they were. This is your podcast. Bullet time and stuff. Yeah, this is your podcast talk. So, yeah, they were just talking about how um, the both of them create so much energy, all the energy that they need. Uh, toys with Neo, snatches the bullet right away, just in time. Um, and the rest of the gang, this is what, something that pissed us off. The rest of the gang gets pulled out of the Matrix just willy-nilly. Yeah, like, they're pulled out of the Matrix, like, no fucking connection. There's no fucking phone, phone call. call. There is no fucking contact with a mirror. mirror. Nothing. And they're yeah. just fucking yanked out. I'm sorry. Oh. Last time I checked, <laughs> Cypher fucking started pulling people out left and right. He had his pull-out game fucking nice and strong. It's, he whoa. took out half of the fucking Nebuchadnezzar's crew. But T-Bug gets to get pulled out and she's just fine. Okay. This fucking movie makes no sense! I think we got a little heated right now because uh, this movie's the pull-out fucking stupid. game is not that great in this movie. Um, no, this pull-out game is too good. It's it's better than good. It's fantastic. No one dies when you do the fucking pull-out game. Jesus. <laughs> so, what was it? The reason why she got pulled out is because they got notified that there's another ship from IO that's come to bring them back in. Niobe's fucking pissed. Uh, everyone's T-Bug is the captain of the ship. She's getting grounded, right? Uh, her... I know that feel. What? <laughs> getting grounded. I know that feel. Oh, God. <laughs> um, what happens here? Oh, yeah. Sati. Sati is back. Yes. Yeah, I want to talk about her, though. Okay, so when you meet her in the beginning, when she's like the holding the reading the Alice in Wonderland book, she's wearing all red. Really? Yeah. And then the atmosphere around her. Is red. So that symbolizes freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Oh, right here. Yeah. She's all red, and the atmosphere around is red. Yeah, and she's reading the Alice in Wonderland book and everything. Red cover. Okay. Which I think is really cool. They brought her back, especially because at the tail end of um, Matrix Revelations, they have her talk about you know seeing Neo again and stuff, and then, I mean, yeah, she's older, but still like. Clearly, she remembers not only who he is, but make sure to make a connection when he's finally discovered. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like they did a really good job with that. Again, kind of plays into the nostalgia. That's more like, mm, Adam, you, and mine. That, that, that's our department um, versus those that just discover the Matrix with this movie and going into nostalgia bait. But it is what it is. It was a good point. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad they did something with her because, like, when you guys watch the movies, I've never really been into The Matrix. It seems like that whole storyline was just, like, rushed off, right? And, like, they just kind of introduced her and her parents and yeah. that was it? I mean, like, she was, like, an interesting character because they were trying to save her. Her parents were, like, in love with this creation or whatever. Yeah, her. they kind of brushed over those characters. So I'm glad this is the only thing I do like of this movie is that they made her a stronger character. Sati? Yeah. yeah, this woman right here. Yeah, Sati. Like they brought her back and I'm like, okay, she's actually important to the films. 
and this is why. So I do feel like they did one good thing. Yeah. So well, that, and I feel like for me, because of what happens next, like they have it to where the programs, they feel more realistic and uh, like they impact the world a little bit more. Yeah. They have more meaning. Like the good programs have more of a role in the plot. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give it that. Like the machines, the machines in the original movies that were good, you know, like Satie and her family and everyone and the Oracle. Um, well, I guess not so much the Oracle, but just the good programs in general. Well, even the Oracle, like the most she would give is just generalistic bullshit. Yeah. Like I could fucking spew Oracle like shit from my ass and <laughs> it would fucking pass in this movie. Like. The fact that Satie actually has a role in this is cool. I do think that it's kind of annoying how she's explaining how they can save Trinity, though. They're like, oh, we're just going to upload her. Yeah, yeah, it's so. It's, and apparently, mm. T Bug is the only one that can, like, upload with her to free her. How is. Like, they don't explain that, though, right? It, yeah, it's just complicated. Why is T Bug well, important? Because she, she has was, to be somehow. I feel like the reason they had her be the only one that could upload is the rest of the captains were already in the Matrix. We see that later on. T-Bug's the only one that's not plugged in. She's the only useless person that's available. She, she's, the only av- she's the only available person. I wouldn't put her as useless. Available. <laughs> Well, useless I mean, would be fucking Niobe sitting at fucking base like, oh my god, I'm gonna fuck my bean while these guys don't do this shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, I mean, they, they don't even have to give Trinity the pill. Like, the pill is non-existent, but... Why she can they, swallow, it's fine. Why they, like, give him the pill, though, in the beginning? Like, that's what Morpheus was trying to force him to take in the bathroom, is the pill, right? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, the pill doesn't fucking matter, we could just upload the consciousness. But, but you have to be at their body. You have to be at their body and have another brain that can take over. They were at his body, though. They were at his body in the bathroom. And they're like... No, they were at his conscience in the bathroom. Be oh. at his body, they had to have... They had to have another human at his pod with the other machines that were on their side. Okay, I get what you're saying. Still fucking stupid. Oh, I agree. I oh, agree wholeheartedly. Like, the fact that they were able to fucking take her out and just fucking... Put her her conscious on this goddamn flash drive, yep. essentially. Well, the computer, like, did they say the computer or like the flying ship? I can't remember what they said. But it's like either what if fucking that gets way. Destroyed? Like that, her consciousness is destroyed. <laughs> it so, doesn't matter either way. It's fucking <laughs> stupid. So their whole plan is to try to get Trinity out of the Matrix. Uh, Neo goes back into the Matrix. And there's just SWAT teams everywhere. Um, the SWAT teams and the fucking police don't have as much weight and impact in this movie at all. As the Fuck no, no, dude. Like, the previous ones, fucking SWAT, police, like, any sort of fucking law enforcement, boom, they were present. In this one, you see them twice. Like, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe twice. They, they're not a threat. They're not, even regular agents, you see them once. No, like, the whole fucking oh, thing right. is like... It's based around the concept of, we have to save Trinity. Oh my god, <laughs> we have to save Trinity. Yeah, we only see regular agents, I think, once in the very beginning of this film. And it was a flashback of the original film. Yeah. I wonder yeah, if the it, it was when they were too. in the fucking modal. Yep. So, 
Trinity is having this talk with Neo and everything, trying to he's trying to break her out of the fucking matrix. She finally remembers who she is. Don't call me Trinity. Or, I hate or, Tiffany. Yeah, don't call me Tiffany. My name is Trinity. Chad, her fucking husband, turns into a World War Z zombie. Yeah, he fucking had too many monsters before he fucking went in there. <laughs> he has a tap out shirt on. He's fucking <laughs> listening to Limp Biscuit. You know, fucking fuck you. I love Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I mean, like if they were gonna try to trap Trinity, you think they would find someone better than Chad? Breakfast at Tiffany's. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we kind of get a little bit of a, a glimpse here of uh, foreshadowing, I guess, because uh, Neo is, you know, he's still has his abilities to a certain extent. Like he force pushes all of these guys away from him. Yeah. It's like, meanwhile, as soon as Trinity decides that she's done with this shit, tells Chad to go fuck himself and go back to fucking Nickelback. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she uses force push to knock the fuck out of the first guy she hits. Yep. And while fucking the analyst is doing his, you know, send devastand time slow bullshit, Agent Smith, who w- we haven't really mentioned, is kind of like a good guy, bad guy in this film. It's yeah, weird. he goes back and forth. Like, it's so weird. It's almost like he can't let Neo die. But he doesn't want him to succeed because we saw him want to execute him. But I feel like he knows that if Neo dies, this version of the Matrix dies. Yeah. He might not be in the next rendition. He he's mad at the architect because he made him a puppet in his little his little game. It's like a Catwoman. He's just back and forth. Catwoman. Yeah. Like is that just because he saw a cat on the screen? (laughs) No. Like seriously, like Catwoman. With, like, Batman, she would, like, Catwoman would always be, like, on the good side and on the bad side. It's, like, back and forth. Oh, like yeah. an anti-hero kind of bullshit. Like, I'm like not really Venom. good, not really you bad. You never yeah. know what side Catwoman is on. Like, Agent Smith is the general Catwoman. Yeah. And even at the end of the movie, don't they have, like, a little standoff? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm done trying to kill you. Leave me alone. Oh, this part. Like, this. They just enter in. So, here's where... Shit starts to get really weird. So the way they've been talking about being able to save Trinity and get her her consciousness transferred into the ship is Bugs has to um basically take her spot in the matrix, right? And uh what they do is they create this um transfer point i guess is the best way to put it they're connecting ethernet cables yeah (laughs) um and trinity gets pulled into the ship um meanwhile bugs is taking her place fighting off all these swat guys and uh they get her consciousness swapped they get her body pulled in and then they swap her consciousness back into the matrix yeah it's it doesn't make any sense. It's, like, no. it's very convoluted. It's not very well explained. I get that the Matrix is kind of well-known um, and infamous for leaving things super vague, but this is one thing they never explain. Yeah. Ever. So all the Riot and SWAT guys are trying to hold back Trinity and Nido, Neo. Because- <laughs> Nino. 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 Nino.
eventually got you guys got me stuttering <laughs> eventually they do hold get to Shut up. god damn it i can't talk eventually they do hold each other's <laughs> hands and it causes this big force explosion um agent smith comes in sh- caps the fuck out of the analysts he yeah tur- dude you see fucking bullet holes forming all over his forehead it's fucking beautiful and it's coded too it's coded yeah exactly you see the inside of his skull not as like brain matter and gray and fucking liquid but it's code oh boom see oh you're right okay you were right agent smith possessed the barista yeah yep okay which i mean with that being said guys with that being said does that mean that agent agent smith could have been following them the entire time and just possessing different people. Possibly. But I don't want to give this movie any more credit than it deserves. You're trying to be smarter than it is. Okay, this part, however, is funny. So they, <laughs> they ask Neo if he can still fly, right? And he almost does it. Oh, He's like, like, yeah, that's he does. Not he does the classic form. They do the music. And as soon as he leaps up, he lands back on the ground like, it's yeah, that cute. ain't happening, my boy. That ain't happening. It's like a little child trying. He's like, let me do the hop. Dude, it's like it's like one of us fucking millennials trying to go Super Saiyan or do the fucking Kamehameha wave. That is exactly what it That's is. How yeah. you, you guys are millennials. I'm not a millennial. You're a millennial. I don't know what I am. I don't think I am what? a millennial. What do you identify as? I don't know what I, I don't <laughs> identify as anything, but I think I'm, I, I know for Wait sure I'm not a millennial. But anyway, Don't back to this audibly. <laughs> what? Nothing. Oh, God. Damn We're it. talking on I'm, I'm going to take these whiteboards from you guys. <laughs> these are our toys. Don't take Wait. your toys away. Okay. Okay. But like for real, like, okay, so she's, they took her, right? But she's still attached to the thing. Yeah. She's still attached to the matrix. They're trying to get her out. But why did um, they poke her with another thing? Um, Are they uploading her consciousness? Yes, yeah, some convoluted bullshit with the story is that they ha- they're doing like hard links and everything. So it's World War Z zombies. The whole city's on them. They're cha- they're running away um, on the dirt on the on the motorcycle because Trinity loves motorcycles, and they're getting away. Keanu Reeves is doing forced. <laughs> what the fuck? I forgot that they jump out of the buildings and suicide on top of them. What the hell? I forgot about that part. Doesn't that give you um? that zombie movie world war z yes yeah it's just like world war z um but the keanu reeves neo and trinity are running from all the people all the fucking world war z zombies and oh huh well nothing dealing with the movie like she said she's not a millennial the lady is correct she is technically <laughs> She is technically the first of the Zoomers. Oh, God. I don't You're a to... Zoomer. How does that make you feel? I feel really special. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, they arrive. God damn it. Eventually, Neo and Trinity arrive on a rooftop, and there's this fucking helicopter with two miniguns. Neo's trying to use the force deflect, you know, but he's like, I can't hold it. You're all. <laughs> There's too many of them. But she's holding his back, though. She's giving him this good This is costume. out of hand. Now there are two of them. <laughs> yeah. He takes that, like, freaking rocket. He's and like, I'm going to eat it. Yeah, so he he force pushes this fucking rocket from uh, Chopper 2 to Chopper 1. Blows up Chopper 1, right? And uh, you have Chopper 3 start coming in. 
and they start lighting them up. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Trinity is just looking at the center and he's like, wow, it's so beautiful. And I, I can't believe it. You guys, you want to <laughs> jump off this building? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so apparently Trinity has unlocked her chakras. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how else to fucking put it. They kiss uh, and make She out. charged her fucking crystals in the ground on a full <laughs> Her fucking mood crystals. She's charged them up. They jump off the building. Aim for the bushes. <laughs> aim for the bushes. Look at the way they eat, though. I love it. They're like, <laughs> there goes my hero. Watch him as he goes. Dude, I want to see like the background of this. Like, you know, like they don't have the green screen. To see how this freaking looks like, you know? Yeah. So, apparently, Trinity now has powers. She's not. Like, it was all about me, guys. Yeah. It's not explained at all, but now I guess Trinity is the one. Yeah. Yeah, the- so we kind of get a glimpse of this when she tells Chad to, you know, go back to fucking singing about uh, that one picture and things, going back to Nickelback. <laughs> and uh, she hits a fucking a SWAT guy, and you see that same force wave that Neo puts out, and it sends it flying. Well, now they jump off of this fucking this this rooftop, and uh, they're flying, and she's the one holding them up. Neo looks up like I'm not the one doing this. Are you the one doing this? She's like, ah, I don't know. I don't know what you did. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. The thing is, I do got to say, though, in the other movies of the Oracle, we were like, hey, you're not the chosen one. I thought you were. So maybe that's kind of where they the plot and they may turn it. Well, even then, even then, he brought peace. He did everything the one was supposed to. What this is Hollywood classic bullshit of wanting to make it to where the women in the story are the actual heroes. Don't get me wrong, I have no problem with a a female lead. I have a problem when they fucking change it just to make it where it's a female lead. Well, they yeah. bring, when they bring when, the man down to I mean, elevate they, the they, women. Yes, they or, him. or when they yeah. fucking, they full-on change characters, because that's been a thing lately. Like, um, you know, with all these characters getting changed races and things just mm-hmm. to fit Hollywood's agenda. Like, like Snow White. Exactly. Like they've been changing uh genders, they've been changing races and things like that. Like changing characters entire background just to fit their agenda ad- agenda um to push forward this super progressive um uh message which is really unnecessary. Like we yeah. didn't need all this. I mean like the new Snow White, I know this is off topic, but the new Snow White they completely changed that. And actually, the person who uh, was really like old school, she talked about how she's very disappointed that they changed it. I think she was like Walt Disney's daughter. I don't know. I didn't really read into it. But anyways, okay, so going off of this movie, The Matrix, okay? They had that, like, we totally like backtracked it. I'm going to backtrack way far. Where they had the other guys, the other characters, like locked into the car and all of the people were attacking them. What come they couldn't unplug them? 
Because they definitely unplugged bugs, and she was fine. What could they could not oh, unplug yeah, like, those bitches? Hey, we're we're in trouble. Can you just yank us out? Yeah, what yeah, could exactly. they just like, could not do that? Like, what I, I so want to know, know the fucking like, logic of this. The, the problem is that a lot of continuity errors, uh, continuity errors pop up, and it feels like no one's discussing them. No one brought up the fact that, uh, you know these, uh, these characters are getting pulled out of the matrix with no um contact with their operator yeah nothing they're just fucking zoink that's you're what, out that's what caused tension in the first movie is all right you can get out of the matrix but you have to get to this one location <clears throat> yeah there's like there's no yeah and like cypher is like oh yes and he's fucking he's petting that one short-haired blonde bitch fucking like on her face like, oh yes it's gonna be so sad when you zoink and she yep. just fucking drops dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On top of that, in the Animatrix, we see it happen. Fucking shit blows up. Bitch isn't pulled out of the fucking Matrix. Like she's dead. Oh god. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Like the no, that was stupid. So let's get go ahead and talk about the 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 finale of this movie, the conclusion. So Trinity is now completely freed. She's unlocked all her powers. Uh, Trinity and Neo, the only time we see them fully suited up in black leather and sunglasses is here at the very end, which is sad. Yeah, yeah we get to see forever. the classic looks with them at the, the very end con- uh, confronting the, um, the analyst. Yes. Um, and they go up, and I will say, as far as comedic relief, they did kind of a decent job with, like, her beating the shit out of him like she kicked his fucking jaw off she yeah. cut his head off and shit and just kept she snapped her fingers and he would be right back to normal and yeah. then who would have guessed they both fucking take off doing their superman thing i'm sorry they fly now they fucking fly now <laughs> but okay it's kind of cute like they just like shut like show up to the therapist's office that there's this big asshole and he's just sitting in his chair like totally okay with it yeah. like is the therapist okay does he need therapy <laughs> the like, therapist needs he's therapy just, he's like he's just sitting there chilling like he's like totally okay with the events Ugh. that just occurred so let's put a little bit of a bow on it so what happens is the analyst kind of surrenders control of the matrix to neo and trinity says i don't give a fuck make the sky rainbows if you want to but the people, they're not going to accept it. They like yeah. my world. They, they like lying? it. And meanwhile, you have fucking Neo and Trinity that are just kind of making jokes about it. Like, you know what? I like, I like the rainbow skies. Let's do that it. Fuck like it. Fuck, idea. It, fuck it, it, dude. But wait. So- I mean, so when we were watching this and they said that, I kind of brought it up that I feel like that was a reference to the last movie where when the sunlight came up, it was kind of rainbow-esque amongst the whole sky. So that could have been it. It could have just been them, you know, being fucking smart asses with uh, NPH having him be a fucking asshole at the last fucking moments. But you know, I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> what were we going to say, Mel? But how is the analyst alive? Because didn't Agent Smith shoot the fuck out of him? Ooh. I, I know. It doesn't make any sense. But I guess he's like a different <clears throat> kind of program. Like he's like the, the main boss. So everybody so in this can't... movie is a different type of program because you it... can just... Yeah, it doesn't make sense. He should be dead because we saw him digitize and everything. Yeah, because Agent Smith shot the fuck out of him. I know. How it's is he stupid. Alive? It's it doesn't the the rule book from the first three movies is thrown out the window with this one. Yeah, nothing makes sense. You think something makes sense? Guess what? Fucking whoop! I want to play away. Nothing makes sense. 
let's fly away let's, from this movie. Let's put a cap on this and stop talking about this piece of shit. Melanie, yeah. as a non-Matrix fan, Ugh. what did you think of this movie? Okay, dude, this movie is trash. I honestly gotta say, I really tried to come into this movie with an open mind and I could not. Because a lot of the things does not make sense. As a person has never really got into the other Matrix to this, I it doesn't make sense. Even for us, it was a fucking nightmare to try to follow along yeah. and make sense of the plot. I mean, Dude, they could just awful. unplug people, but then they couldn't unplug those people that were trapped in the car begging for help. Yeah. So I really do not understand. They don't explain anything. At least in the other movies, they do explain... They had rules. The Matrix. There's rules. And you can understand the rules. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's pretty bad. Dude, in this one, it feels like a fucking game that a five-year-old came up with where the rules are constantly changing. Yeah. It's That's, like, no, I shot you first. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, no. Um, You see, I shot you in the kneecap. And that, that makes it to where you're in jail for the next six days. So you can't do anything. But if you shoot me in the knee, like... I just kind of hobble for a little bit, and then I shoot you back. Yeah. It feels like they made um, Neo from Bugs talking to Neo. Like, he was this old man, and he's just... He's kind he, of a pussy. Yeah. Like, they did the Obi-Wan Kenobi to him. They did. They Ben kenobi him. They made him look, like, old, and he can't really... He's mm. useless and unhelpful to himself. Ben Kenobi or Obi-Wan Kenobi from Kenobi? Oh, God. There's a big you. difference there. I guess Obi-Wan Kenobi from the new Kenobi show where he's like really rusty and really shitty at fighting again. Yeah. So like first first half of the season. Yeah, first of half of the season he's like a bumbling fucking idiot because he hasn't fought in like 10 years. Yeah, no, I I I can agree with that cuz like um he doesn't he doesn't have the talent that he used to. He doesn't um put forth the same effort mm -hmm. and like nothing makes sense like nothing connects with the old uh material that we have from what neo was supposed to be neo doesn't pick up a single gun in this movie dude he doesn't dude he i didn't even realize that until you said that no everything is him just fucking punching kicking force push wait does trinity pick up guns no no that's really weird the matrix is supposed to be gun foo Oh, uh, God. Lots of Trinity guns, had two guns. Lots so. of action, yeah. lots of explosions. Guns. And this had maybe one-tenth of that. Mm. Yeah. Guns. Well, lots, of guns. lots of guns. I have an idea to your people who watch this, if they are fans or whatever, if they can draw a picture of what they think we look like and send it to us in an email. <laughs> draw a picture? <laughs> okay. So that's actually kind of a good idea. Just based off our voices alone, if we have any listeners out there that want to do this, Send us an email with just a rough sketch drawing of what you think each of us looks like. It doesn't have to be good because we're not really going to show anybody. We're just no. If if I'll, I'll put it on the YouTube channel oh, as yeah. a community Dude, post. You want to add it, it to it. the YouTube? Okay, so like for real, like based off of what you think we sound like, and it's okay. You won't offend us because we'll just be we're really like open people that will just laugh at us. Draw a picture of what you think that each of one of us. Yeah, sounds Hunter's like. black. <laughs> Shut up. No, Jeremy's black. I sound like a fucking Those, Jewish white okay, American. Can we say the story about what me and Hunter thought Jeremy looked like for the longest time? Yeah, you guys thought he was black. Okay, okay. so I thought Jeremy was this like fucking six foot two, uh, very dark uh, basketball person. And 
I apologize. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I thought he was a uh, an African American, and turns out he's a white guy that's shorter than me that just happens oh, yeah. to have a very very deep voice. <laughs> he, so he there looks you go, like guys. Chuck Norris. No, seriously, I thought the same thing, but he looks like Chuck Norris. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and put a cap on this. So if you'd like to do that, uh, draw a picture of us of what we, you think that we look like. Our email is contactvirtualtavern. The Matrix 4 is a fucking abomination. Save yourself the trouble. Don't watch this piece of shit. Please my, don't. <laughs> my name is Adam Edgar. I'm Hunter Chambliss. I'm Melanie. Wow, you sound th- so enthusiastic. <laughs> wow, you, well, no you sound like me, me when I was about 13 no years old. No one said me fucking food, so I'm not going to be enthusiastic. Bitch, we fed you food. before we did this. Shut up. I want more food. <laughs> and we will catch you guys on the next one. Farewell. Bye.